The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those without headphones, or people who don't know to turn off their cell phones before beginning recording. Listener discretion is advised. Back to a Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. <laughs> God damn. Well, the only reason it's turned on was because I wanted to hear from you. Uh, oh, we're yeah. recording this is about we're recording about two hours, well, two and a half hours, two later. and a half hours later than usual. Actually, five hours later than we should be recording today because today's a weird day. Uh, yes. I'd have set up for the chorus concert we're having, which I'll give a plug at the end of the podcast for our concert, but um. Yeah, so we're today was set up, and it happened right in the time period we normally record. <laughs> so we found out that technology is very fallible. 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 I'm yeah. throwing an extra syllable in there. Uh, because my preferred form of communication is texting. I love it. It's it's perfect for me. And uh, because sometimes I don't want to talk to people, and I just want to read them, and read them at my own pace, and things like that. And, yeah, that completely failed for us today because yeah. you, you texted me this morning saying, hey, I'm recovered from last night. Let's text, you know, let's do this at one, which I could have done. Didn't get that text. And then I texted you saying, hey, well, I will, I, yeah. I mean, then my text to you, you're getting all my texts where I'm saying, hey, mm-hmm. um, I have to do setup, but uh, how about we do it after? And then you're like, sure, no problem. Then the, my next text is like, we're done. And then I didn't get your text saying, come on over. <laughs> And then an hour later, I'm like, well, I guess you're taking a nap right now, so... No, no, I... Oh, boy. (laughs) Yes, I'm recovering from sickness, too. So then, yeah, the next flirt... And the next text is you... No, your next thing is you calling me. I'm like, oh, there's a whole bunch of texts I didn't get from you today. (laughs) Sorry. Which is why I called, because... uh, Obviously, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Um, Yeah, I... My preferred text messaging app is Signal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which has two advantages. One, you can go into encrypted mode, and it is peer-to-peer encryption. Nothing touches Signal's servers, but it also has delivery confirmation, which basic text messaging doesn't. So maybe you could consider the Signal app. No, that's technology. I don't want to (laughs) fucking deal with more technology. I had this discussion with someone when we were talking about computers, and they denigrated the fact that I uh, have an Apple and it's like, oh, you're one of those. And it's like, yeah, because I don't want to have to fucking think about stuff. Yeah, Apple just works. If I wanted, if I was technologically savvy, sorry, I'd be a Linux boy with, you know, download yep. it and all the funny bits all myself. That I love the ethos of open source. And Oh, yeah. I mean, the only reason why I'm not Linux is because I'm too much of a video gamer. And yeah. I have got hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of product in my Steam library, mm-hmm. and most of it would not transfer over to Linux. Some of it will, but most of it won't. So that's so, that's why I'm stuck with, uh, yeah, Windows, 
Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I have no, I, even we were discussing about apps and someone's like, oh, there's this great app. Oh, it was at First Friday. Someone mm-hmm. was talking about this great app they like, but you have to go to the website to get it and download Ooh, it. I'm like, oh, yeah. too much nope, for me. Nope, Sorry. That, yeah. And, and that's sketchy. Yeah. Well, depending. I mean, you know, well, you, yeah, you're thinking, but well, what was the nature of this? Was it? Oh, oh yeah. Because it was kind of like basically pirate TV. Ah, it yeah. was like streaming TV of lots of TV shows, and it was free. So I'm imagine it's illegal in some level. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I am always wary of any apps that that you can't get through the either the Google Play Store or the Apple Except Store. I think Recon isn't Recon. You have to go through them. Recon, you do have to go through them because they because penises. the reason they got kicked out of the stores is penises. penises because penises yes so many so many delicious wonderful penises gossip iml oh. happened mm-hmm. not to either of us but no not to either of us and from what we learned at first friday there wasn't a land really a lansing contingent at iml yeah i know um, a lot of people who went to uh camp it that yes, weekend but yes and my, my friend who's a IML regular, well, just didn't have the funds this year, so, you know. Yeah, that, that's my thing. Still, been going every, still recovering on my phone. He's been going about 30 years now, and so it's kind of sad that he didn't make it this time. But but he went down to Universal Studios this week, so I think that makes up for it. I've been seeing all pictures of Harry Potter and, and that Transformers and that kind of stuff. So so it's not like he's yeah. suffering. He got to do something fun, at least. And, and I've month. been seeing pictures of bears at Gay Days at Disney. Um, yeah, but I do know a lot of Facebook friends were at IML because mm-hmm. I saw quite a few pictures of fun-looking stuff. Yeah, well, the ones I like best are the pictures of people who are kind of lounging around their rooms, either in underwear or less, and just kind of taking pictures of, "Hey, look, we're all eating pizza in bed in our <laughs> underwear." It's like, oh, yeah. No, I saw one of those, and, and that was neat. Um, I, I'm looking at the tweets. Um, our buddy. Derek, who gave us the full mm. report from Claw, was able to make it to Chicago. Yay. Yay. So he had a hot time. Also, based on the tweets and the general chatter, people were feeling less slutty this year, apparently. Mm. Um, a lot of people were saying they didn't they didn't get the action that they had in years past. But um, I do have, uh, in my hot little hand... Uh, from somebody who did go mm-hmm. to IML, who prefers to remain anonymous, a letter that was handed out to everybody attending IML uh, by the hotel, by the Congress Plaza. Um, I'm going to skip down to the, the important section. I was going to say thank you, because there's a lot of words on that page. Yes, no, I'm, I'm not going to cover the whole thing. The, they, they, they were hyping up their um, renovation in the past year. Okay. We have more updates and renovations on the drawing board in the future. We look forward to sharing them with you as things begin to happen. But we do need to ask a small favor. While we're fairly lax when it comes to dress code during IML weekend, if you are staying with us on Thursday, May 25th, please be aware there are other guests not affiliated with IML staying in the hotel on that date. We respectfully ask you that at these times, please be considerate of these other guests whenever in a public area and keep the obvious body parts covered appropriately. Do not inflict your kink on the unwitting. Well, also don't, you know, I think accoutrements would, I mean, probably raise an eyebrow, but they're talking about dicks and asses. 
Also, in order to comply with health codes, we must require appropriate attire whenever patronizing one of our restaurants. No shirts, no shoes, no pants, no service. We hope you understand our need to enforce this code. That's uh, funny. So now I'm wondering yeah. if you, I mean, by the no pants, I'm assuming they don't want someone's penis hanging out. But I guess do they also mean ass covered? So like chaps. Uh, if they, you're in a jock strap with chaps. I no. They said pants or shorts required. So 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 I'm at, I'm I actually probably ass crack covered. Probably because to me that would seem the hygienic thing is to you know at least have the ass covered around food or places food can be served. Yes. So. Also when you're seated and you know, yeah yeah don't don't want to leave a. Uh, well, even in Latin, you know nudist colonies, they always carry a towel. You know, yeah. very Douglas Adams of them. Why? Because you put the towel on any surface you're going to sit on for you know to be polite. Yeah. Um, the uh, I just remember when I went to IML, uh, you know, a guy would be going out with a jock and chaps, so his ass is out. So what he did is he'd take one of his many hankies and drape it over his you know belt and back mm-hmm. to make a little flap basically to yep. at least that, at least covered it somewhat that was popular at claw where um due to ohio law um if you were outside of a hotel room mm-hmm. you had to have your genitals and at least a two inch strip over hmm. the ass crack um capes maybe they'll bring capes back into fashion then yes uh so the winner of iml 2017 uh, is Ralph Berno, uh, Mr. GNI Leather out of Iowa. Hmm. So congratulations to him. But I did also want to congratulate on the podcast, Mr. Michigan Leather, uh, Ken Kennedy, who came in fourth um, out of 50 plus mm-hmm. um, contestants. And he uh, is the highest placing Mr. Michigan Leather since 2012, when that year's Mr. Michigan Leather won IML. Uh, so, great job, Ken. Um, you represented Michigan well. Uh, oh, yes. And, of course, uh, international Mr. Bootblack was Ryan uh, Carpenter. Okay. Congratulations to Ryan. Um, it's, look, well, I was yeah. worried because I had not... I, mean, I, I didn't know what that letter was and I thought it was going to be more like hey stop having sex in public because when I went to gala which is mm-hmm. a chorus gathering every four years it was in Denver and they take over many many hotels it's just too big to be in one hotel they right. take over many and uh, we were there it's a week week long event there's two weekends and a full week mm-hmm. we're just there for one of the weekends and part of the week but we're on our way back when suddenly we get emails from Gala itself that was basically a thing saying, hey, you know, basically stop having sex in hallways in the ho- in hotels or in corners. Because I imagine, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like, hey, I'll hook up, but I'm sharing a room with three other guys. So what can we do? Oh, here's a little corner. And um, maybe it, not realizing that these hotels were none of them, I think, were exclusively only Gala. Yeah. So there are many mixed hotels. And, uh, you know, and I'm wondering if anything was even seen. See, they didn't give any examples. So I think the realization, it could have been hell. Two guys walking down a hallway holding hands and then some family clutching pearls and screaming at the concierge. So it could have been that innocent or it could have been actual orgies in every freaking corner. 
of which I participated and saw none, so I can't say that any fun like that was happening. But Well, based on the reports that I saw on Twitter and Facebook, um, the Leather Archives were off were raffling off mm-hmm. a portable sling. Mm. And as part of the volunteer shift opportunities, you could help model the sling. Mm-hmm. And um, from what I heard from people who saw and were in the sling, um, people were getting frisky. Uh, now, where was this located? In the lobby. Okay, see, now that's interesting because I know some people who were taking part in one of the pup mosh pits and were asked to leave because they got too frisky in the pup pit. But this was a few years ago, and yeah. I, you know, I don't know what section of the hotel or area it was in, but I'm like, wow, he's like, you really have to you know, yeah. get pretty kinky probably to get thrown out of a Well, you know, plus I think this pit. is only the second or third year that they've had it at, no, it'd be the third year that they've had it at the Congress. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I... I don't know, but yeah. Well, I do know that another thing, like one of the hotels um, that would do it, uh, they just put up these big screens, like over the front windows and that, they just have curtains that they had erected, like portable frames and curtains put up to basically, so the public could not see into the main lobby of the hotel because they knew what kind of event it was. And it's like, okay, we're going to give them some privacy and Mm -hmm. this way they can get their, you know, freak flag on in the hotel and feel comfortable. So it's like, it was, you know, benefit for, you know, both sides like hey we can be freaky these curtains are telling the hotel's telling us <laughs> go ahead and then the curtains are also like so the passerbys don't have to be like oh i just had an eye full of something i didn't really expect or want this weekend yeah yeah again yeah we're, we're all about consent and we don't want to inflict sexual images um upon those who don't want to see them so and, you know, that's why we have the disclaimer at the top of every episode. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, um, because... Oh, but, so, yeah. So it's not like a lot of people had a lot of fun. So basically, so the sling, portable sling was set up in the lobby and people were getting fucked in it? I I didn't hear about any fucking... At least simulated fucking or groping? Si- simulated fucking, groping, nipple tweaking, and quick rims. Okay. Um, but I don't, I never heard of any actual penetration or, or any dicks getting exposed. But definitely ass was exposed. Ass was exposed. Okay. So, um, and, uh, you know, after hearing about that, I'm like, Ooh, uh, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do that next year and wonder if they'd be interested in having a pierced bear. Uh, well, and that's their... the trouble. It's like, I'm just thinking of something like that it would be fun, but. Well, basically, when you lick an asshole, you're also licking all the tongues that lick that <laughs> asshole before you. Because, I mean, you know, well, if you're just rimming yes. someone, you just have to worry about their hygiene. But then you have to worry, okay, what, you know, kennel crud or, you know, I think it would call it a con crud. Con, um, yeah, con crud. You know, it just takes one person who's, you know, like me last week, probably highly contagious, not feeling it yet. It's like, oh, I'll lick this ass. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well... It, it, I mean, with all the the kissing and general affection going on, mm, yeah, true. All right. Um, so Friday was first Friday mm-hmm. uh, at the Esquire Bar, and yes. uh, 
I showed up even though I was not feeling, I've been feeling under the weather this whole week, which is great the week before a concert, but I'm slowly throwing it off, so we're, we're, we're hopeful. Plus um, the whiskey helps kill any bugs. I had, a t- I had a nice hot toddy, and then I had a ginger ale after that, so it was all medicinal. And good turnout. Yes, very good turnout. Um, we filled a table and then some a little mm-hmm. bit. And our founder emeritus oh, showed yes. up. Uh, it was good to see him. To have a chance to talk with him, connect. And yeah. it sounds like he's been going through uh, some rough stuff. Just, you know, uh, so he needed a night being out and socializing, I think. And I think a lot of people are going through some rough stuff. Yes, several, several pups had been going through some very rough times. And we, we were there to support each other which is what we do and give support and scritches and but uh, yeah so it was a good evening though the rest of the bar was on the quieter side which was nice um i mean it didn't seem as busy as it has been other first fridays because there's no special events because we're you know we're even wondering it's like why is it so quiet here and it's like is there an event going on that but maybe just summer you know people is like hey it's a nice weekend in summer boom let's be somewhere else on a friday night yeah, you know, out and, of town or that, and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, one one of these weekends, I do want to check out the new bar in town. Oh, called no. called the Grid, um, which is uh, an old school arcade with a liquor license that serves craft beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that that's sounds the, right the up site, my alley. It's the site of the uh, former lesbian bar, the Chrome Cat, because before it was the Grid, it was the Chrome Cat. Before that, it was called Rendezvous, which and, was just another generic yeah. bar. And then it was an art gallery. And it seemed, looking at the architecture, it seems like it was a bank. Yeah, originally. it started its life as a yeah. bank because you can see the deposit thing. Yeah. And kind of freestanding. I don't know if there were buildings connected to it to either side at one point, but it now just stands I don't know. alone. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, Lots of parking and great place for it, too, right It's there a cool the- building. Um, I do know many, many years ago, there was a lesbian couple who were starting a uh, queer bookstore here in Lansing. Mm-hmm. And they were really tempted to buy the building to make their bookstore, but someone wisely told them, it's like, no, starting business, don't sink all your capital into a building. You know, you yeah. want to rent and develop your business that way, and then eventually buy the building. And it kind of worked out because... They eventually, years later, broke up, and and that and that and plus suddenly mainstream bookstores selling saying, "Oh, we'll have an LGBT section. You don't need to go to these niche bookstores anymore." And that was even pre Amazon, right? And, 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 and then and Amazon came along, and oh, no, no such thing as now it's only the niche bookstores. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it was it was a nice place. It was the Real World Emporium, and uh, Cindy and oh no, I'm blanking, uh, Cindy and Cheryl. Uh, were the uh, owners of that and uh, cool people um, I've I've dropped out of touch with both of them so I'm hoping they're having good lives um, and it was it was also a community center it was an ad hoc community center mm-hmm. where uh, we had lots of meetings and like the building uh, the space next to it was open and not used as anything so that became a dance hall meeting rooms lots of things happened there and cool. it was cool but you know it's just one of those things yeah they it was hard for them to stay around because, you know, I know this for small bookstores unless you just keep getting new stuff in for people to keep coming in. and Right. It's kind of yeah. hard to do that when you're not getting the money in the first place. So, yeah, I think that's when the Barnes & Nobles spread out everywhere and suddenly I think people just stop going. Yeah. But now those Barnes & Nobles have also fallen, so. Yeah. Uh, and 
also at um, at First Friday. Mm -hmm. There was a puppy in a kilt that left nothing to the imagination. Oh, no. He, well, especially because he got kind of excited when he was getting ready to leave. and It was it was obvious that he was excited well, yeah, <laughs> once he moved the sporin out of the way. Yeah, which was the only thing holding things back. It's like, my God, child, woof. Um, uh, yes, he, uh, he he has been blessed by nature. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and I'm, and I just wish I wasn't feeling so under the weather myself because it's like, I just wanted to reach under and make sure that he was wearing the kilt properly, but he was good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was not in a frisky mood and did not want to be and, touching anybody with mouth or hands because, uh, maybe infectious. Did you notice his sporin? Uh, I saw it, but I didn't really it, see any details. It had a, a pup paw. Oh, okay. On it. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, which was cute. And so, speaking of kilts, um, after last week when you mentioned uh, kiltedbros.com. Mm -hmm. Which had a lovely picture on their Facebook page of one of their models who's really yummy. Uh, just wearing a sporin. It's like, yes, yes. thank you. <laughs> yes, but they, they have some very nice models of multiple body types and... Wearing kilts, uh, some of them in rather creative manners. Uh, but no, I, I went on there and I saw that they have their lightweight Velcro uh, rip kilts. Um, cheap. Um, I was able to get it with shipping for less than $60. Nice. Um, so I placed an order. Um, I ordered it on the 30th, um, so the, the Tuesday after Memorial Day. And they shipped it out right away. Mm -hmm. uh, from Cleveland, uh, via the Postal Service, they gave me the tracking number. And the Postal Service, in its infinite wisdom, thought that it would be most efficient to ship the kilt from Cleveland to Lansing via Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Which, depending on the routes of things, might be the way things go. It's It's... The sadness is there used to be a postal node near Lansing. So I guess these are just like central areas where everything goes to and then leaves from. So mm -hmm. that was handy because I know people who had Netflix and they were getting their Netflix like, you know, when you got your Netflix via mail. Yeah. They would be like, boom, boom, boom. It was happening overnight almost. And yeah, Lansing was a node. So it was great because things would come to Lansing to go to Lansing. But that one went away, I guess. So now, well, so who knows? I don't know whether yeah. it was a misshipping I, I, or I if do, it's so I do, weird. I do think it was a misrouting okay. because when I got the tracking number initially, the estimated time of arrival was Friday. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it didn't show up Friday, didn't show up Saturday. Um, check the tracking number on Sunday before recording this and it is now in Lansing. Okay. Um, so I should have it Monday. Okay. Um, but I just yeah. remember that reminds me of a sadness with, uh, I have a Utilikilt mm -hmm. and, um, I ordered them online and, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, the week of IML, one of the years I went, I think the first one, because I know I wore a kilt the next year I went because I was wearing it while volunteering. And, um, but that first week, I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, it arrived while we were on the road to Chicago. Oh. So we were like halfway to Chicago, and I think I got a call from a housemate. It's like, oh, you got a package. I'm like, it's too late now, but thank you. Because it was like, oh, I want to. Yeah. 
Same feeling. Same feeling. Because kilts are wonderful for, well, for pride or kink events or just anything, really. I love them for conventions. and. But yeah, yeah that, that's nice to hear that. Yeah, because I'm... Oh, because uh, the kilt that was an evidence on First Friday was a, a kilted bro. Oh, kilt. it was? Yep. Cool. Because uh, he mentioned it and it's like, oh, I, un- I had pointed to you because you were had been annoyed with the postal service. And it's like, oh yeah, there should be another kilted bro kilt here tonight, but it's not. Yeah, no, and... I really yeah, need that... to check out their stuff because, uh, um, yeah, because the guy, uh, he didn't, he must have picked it up at an event or something because he didn't realize they're... No, I think he got it at uh, Cleveland. At Claw, probably. And, and that's where they're out of. Yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, definitely. Need... Oh, well, that's happy news. Um, so I just discovered this week that the PenguinCon, the event I go to every year, and mm-hmm. will... Just pre-reg for next year, yay. Yeah. Um, the uh, it's not the same weekend as Claw next year, so that's cool. a possibility. All right. I think Claw's the week before it. Oh, that's great to hear. And yeah, um, you've got some time with Claw. Um, I know in previous years at least, early registration ended New Year's Day. Okay. So you, you've got a while well, to, also, to still I might get in check on. Check to see volunteer opportunities and that. What? I oh yeah, no, I'm. Work. I'm yeah, I'm planning on volunteering at Claw as well. I'd like, to, I'd like to go, but I'd also like to make it as economical as possible. Yes. And I I have, uh, I've emailed the volunteer coordinator for uh, Mr. International Rubber. Okay. Because uh, I want to go to that, but yeah, I also want to be spending my money on rubber mm-hmm. rather than uh, on tickets. And, and yeah, the next step is... Cause, Gonna go there by Amtrak because forget driving and parking in Chicago. Mm. So yeah, now I just need. Unless to... you have a friend who likes to drive and you have a condo where you can park, which I've been blessed with with friends who supply both those. But if it weren't for that, then it'd be like, yep, fuck that, give me the train. Yeah. Uh, plus, I mean, that way, um, if my husband decides not to join me in Chicago, he can have the car mm. that weekend. Um, so yeah, so now I just need to find lodging. Um, I've got some friends. I don't know if I'm, I'm friendly enough with them to be able to crash on their couch. Oh, cause you know, one thing about MIR is that it's at the Halstead Center mm-hmm. and so there is no host hotel. Um, so yeah, so that makes lodging and play a little more interesting or maybe I'll just crash at Steamworks. Uh, I know someone who's done that, uh, uh, yeah, I've never been to the Steamworks, and that's a sadness. It's like, oh, it, it's it's very nice. It's, it's very just down clean. the street from y- yes, the yeah, yeah. Kind of at the other end. It's like you have that whole stretch of Halstead. And I think Steamworks is kind of at one end near Clark, maybe. I, I'd have to check. Yeah, the maps uh, again. and then on the other end is the 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 center, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like the other end of the strip. Game Art's gone. That was a store that used to be on Halstead. It was a gay. Ephemera, not ephemera. Ephemera is more like paper and shit. Um, just knickknack store. It's like if you want rainbow wanna, everything, rainbows, and if you want an I Love Lucy cookie jar, or he had a big Doctor Who selection. So he was gay and a big old nerd, and had this store that was just <laughs> filled with stuff. And uh, yeah, I think that's gone now because it's been a while since I've been to Halstead. But you know, if you yeah wanted gay stuff, it's like that was the place to go. And hmm. and. Uh, yeah, and so I, I don't think that's around anymore, but I remember that in Halstead, there's the small brown elephant, which is basically um, basically a Salvation Army, but if they weren't jerks. Uh, I think their proceeds go to uh, help with uh, HIV prevention programs and sundries, uh, but yeah, it's a used store, and I think, and then there's always Halstead Days, which is a big market 
uh, not market, but a festival that goes up and down Halstead. Mm-hmm. That's usually in August. Usually when the, the, the everything aligns right, it's the same weekend as Wizard World Comic Con. So it'd be like, perfect. We're going to be nerds one day and gay the next. <laughs> that works. And yeah, looking forward to getting back to Chicago to uh, enjoy a, a cinnamon roll or two at Ann Sather's. Oh, kind of burned so out. Good. They are, but I'm kind of burned out at Ann Sather's because I have a friend who will eat there. Every day, if we're oh, in no, Chicago, no, if no, we don't just, just just once, no, no, that he he's a creature of habit, and so we've kind of gone rogue. It's like, nope, we're going to go do other things. The Bongo Room is tasty; it's a hip, trendy pancake place. Uh, there's two of them. Uh, supposedly, one of them is frequented by uh, uh, CM Punk, the wrestler. Well, he used to be a wrestler; he's quit that now. But uh, yeah, so uh, they were tasty and hip. Yoke on Michigan Avenue is a pretty good breakfast place. I, I also want to um, have a, another burger at Hamburger Mary's. Okay. Um, they were really good when I was there the weekend I got legally married to my husband. Uh, and we had a Chicago dog at, it was a place by, I think it starts with an M, and it's like across the street from Wrigley Field. And that was a good Chicago-style dog. Yeah. When we, our Chicago dog, we had it, um, it was near Sears Tower. Okay. Or what was Sears Tower? Willis um, Tower well, now, I yeah, think. Or, yeah, whatever it is. Because right here, I think, what are you talking about, Willis? That's yeah. the only way I can remember that. And the other thing I want to do when I'm in Chicago, uh, food-wise, is um, split a Chicago-style pizza. Because um, having a whole one to myself would be way what is the, too much. And there's a pizza place that's like the place to go. Uno's, I think. I, I will have to... I will no, have to Uno's around, to... but there's another one. Yeah. It was... Oh, I think I... Actually, I think it was on a Ken and Robin Talk About Stuff, which is a gaming podcast, but they're both foodies. And one was exactly. in Chicago, one was in Toronto. And one time they just went over all the food stuff in their respective cities. Mm-hmm. So he was going on about Chicago stuff, and I really should have taken notes because I go to Chicago enough to... Uh, you know, yeah. been aware. But, uh... Well, with so, the uh, other good lodging, um, like I said, my friend who always goes to IML, he always stays at a hostel. And, hmm. you know, that saved a lot of money, and he's actually gotten more action at the hostel than he tends to get at the festival itself. I'd be willing to do that. Um, yeah, give me the... If you can, give yep. me the, the, the name of the hostel, and I'll see if they're still around, and, and what it would be like in November. And, yeah, mm-hmm. um... Okay, where were we? Uh, oh, that was first Friday. Friday. Uh, so last night. So, so last night uh, was Detroit Bondage Club. Which, which you went solo because I'm... Bleh. Yeah. I wasn't sick enough. I could have functioned, but I'm also low energy and there's a bunch of stuff in my grill and... Ah, I don't... That's not, you, that's you, not sexy. You would not have had as... You, you no. wouldn't have had a really good time. No. So, And I mean, I could have watched, but then me blowing my nose noisily into paper towel... Throughout the place, I think would have put people off a their sex and the buffet. So for the best, that was not there. <laughs> well, there was a really nice strawberry rhubarb pie at the oh, buffet. So, uh, so I saw several new people. Cool there. Um, uh, the wonderful cub um, who w- with the perma heart on. Yep, from last month. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart and bless his heart on. Well, well, I anointed his heart on with with uh, silicone oils, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, first uh, got sling bear in the downstairs sling, mm-hmm. um, and 
got him off to a shuddering orgasm when I think he had five pairs of hands on him at mm-hmm. one point, uh, which which uh, everybody really enjoyed. I just pictured uh, some of it. I mean, it take a lot of engineering, and it's definitely in the far future, but I'm picturing a sling combined with a dumbwaiter. So you could have three, you could get in it and go, be lowered and raised through three different floors. <laughs> <laughs> that would be intriguing, but uh, but it'd also take a lot of work. It would take... Uh, or maybe a functioning dumbwaiter already in the place. I mean... I, be- I, I, at that point, I don't think it's a dumbwaiter. I think it's an elevator when it's got people in it. Well, but if you have to be in a weird contortion in order to be in it. Ugh. I'm picturing more maybe a pup cage. Well, <laughs> we've got pup cages. There. Okay, so uh, so anyways, yes, so yes, the um, so yeah, I uh, got sling bear off uh, twice, once mm. in each of the slings um, that night, um, and got the cute cub mm-hmm. uh, off. Um, spent a lot of time under the rim seat because that that's what apparently my current kink of them. Uh, the current kink for me is... No, the downstairs one? Uh, I would. I found myself under both of them. Okay. So, um, yeah, and have, have found better ways to put less strain on my neck for each of them. And really, I should probably get my own... Little yoga pillow, those little, yeah. those little foam blocks. <laughs> no, not, not not the foam blocks, but the, the neck pillows that they oh. have. Because um, I found that that neck pillow, if I actually put it on the way it's supposed to be on, so it's on my shoulders... Mm-hmm. Um, that that gets me at the right height for the one downstairs. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that was nice being able to do that without having to strain my neck nearly as much. Um, one guy got fisted at DBC for the first time. Oh. But not by me. <laughs> and, I, you know, I gave him congratulations. Um, and, yeah, he was just... He was in a very happy, relaxed place, but he was like, oh, no, no more, no, no more. Just the, the one hand to start. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I can appreciate that. But And I was surprised that yeah, all, all they were using was um, knockoff KY, mm-hmm. and that, that surprised me because usually, you know, when I do it, I've got you know, lots and lots of Crisco and Crisco everywhere. So that that's how I do it. I, I like to use a lot of lube. On there, um, oh, and I ran into um, the head of a club called Detroit Jacks. Okay, um, they meet weekly, monthly um, in Detroit, and it's just a big circle jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, no penetration, no fluid swapping, just a bunch of guys. Showing off their dicks. Showing off their dicks and beating off together. Now, Um, is it your, uh, can you jack off other people or is it more? You, you can, um, but. Does it tend to be more than just them? Well, I I, I didn't ask. Oh, okay. Um, there was, I, I heard their discussions, uh, about it and I, I asked them, you know, when, where? And they said Tuesdays at five, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> like yeah, there, there, yeah, there's, that's, there's, yeah, no, that's tricky for anybody. Yeah, unless 
Yeah. Uh, unless you're already in Detroit. Oh, even then, if at five, that's when you're most well, many people are getting off. Well, something. from from oh. <laughs> from five until nine. Okay. So, um, well, I would enjoy a nice four-hour edging session. Um, so yeah, they they open the doors at five and kick I everybody see. out at nine. Because um, I was going to say it's funny because um, I, you know, I, yeah, I remember from the eighties and all that. You know, that was a thing because. I think prior to really understanding how things were transmitted or such or what you could do, to how effective certain protections were, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we want to be sexual, but we don't want to be infecting ourselves or each other. So right. what can we do? And it's like, oh, jacking off, that's probably pretty safe. And probably. it's still pretty hot, you know, to be in a yep. room full of guys all, you know, and playing with themselves. And there is a debate among the membership one guy wants to be in the middle of a bukake, mm-hmm. and there's discussion as to whether or not that violates the letter and spirit of the bylaws of the club. Mm-hmm. So, and because yeah, it's it's a specific kind of thing, mm-hmm. and for certain reasons, and yeah, that's you know that would be. So I imagine, yeah, it might might not allow contact amongst themselves because you never, you know, you never know if it is about, you know, safety reasons, then, you know, the safest thing is, yeah, no actual contact or getting another's fluids on you. Yeah. I mean, would be interesting to attend, but logistically I wouldn't be able to do it. So you just have to take a vacation day when you have vacation. Uh, Well, I've got vacation coming up at the end of June, but I've got other things planned already. I was going to say the reason for it. It's like, why? Well, with me, and that's also the night for course. So it's like, oh yeah. So I have to do it during one of our brief, you know, times. But yeah. So how open are they? Like how open is the membership is like, because I know like for um, DBC, uh, you have to be vetted, which means you either have yeah. to know someone who already goes and be brought with them or go to their hayloft, you know, kind of meet and greet and learn about it through there. And that seems to be the major criteria is to either pass those two. Yeah, I, Same I did. Same with the Jacks, maybe? Like maybe, maybe. I, I, didn't, I didn't dig that deep. Um, you know, once I found out that it wasn't possible for me to make it, oh. I, I didn't go and dig into it further. Because um, it sounds to me like the kind of thing I'm curious about. Just well, for this podcast alone, it's like I'm you know yeah. kind of curious about how it works and how it's received, and like go forth and see about it. And it's like okay, well, maybe one of our listeners happens to be a member or, or get, get in con get in contact with a member. And is it monthly, Amy? I I think so. Okay. Um, and if if I see uh, the guys at DBC again, I'll. I'll say, hey, we'd like to learn more about your your group and what things are like. Cool. We've got a podcast. So, yeah, that, that about covers DBC. Cool. Um, so, expert portion of the show, uh, I wanted to talk about with uh, IML and Claw in the recent rearview mirror, I want to talk about the uh, concept of event drop, mm. which is... For those who have not experienced the joy of event drop, um, it's the depression and the blues that come over you after an event like CLAW, like IML. And this is rather common, and I want to talk about and talk about some ways to deal with it. And I think you mentioned that you experienced something 
you experienced that from other events? No, I know of it through other okay. events. I know other people have talked of it. Um, I don't know. For myself, I think I usually have enough fun at the event that I'm not, you know, by the time it's over, I'm kind of, okay, I'm ready to get back into the real world and, mm-hmm. and get back to my own bed and my own things and that. So I don't know if I've experienced it that deeply, but you know, I know it's like when you go to some event or some, you know, weekend long thing, weekend, week long thing. And then when it's over, you kind of have to go back in the real world and it's like, oh, back yeah. to but, back jobs to and normality and not being able to just be. Because I think at these events you get to not you get to be a different self. Yes, and sometimes a self that's maybe closer to the actual you. And so when you have to come back to reality, it's like, oh, okay, now put back on the mask and be this drone for whatever reasons to friends, family, workers. Yeah, um, yeah. I um, think I've taken. I think usually what's happened with me is I brought enough of the feel of that back with me into the real world that's like okay not as much and also i'm not one to really have the masks i'm kind of myself wherever mm-hmm. and so you know the the most i might do is kind of edit out certain things i want to say out loud or certain things i want to do to people because you know it's like oh i really want to grab that ass i shouldn't because it's a coworker, and this is not a kinky event <laughs> Um, so yeah, so yeah. that's another, but I think for a lot of people is, yeah, especially if you have that divide between your kind of festival self and then your right. everyday work self, it's hard, you know, when you aren't as happy with that, you know, corporate drone. Right. I mean, it, in a way it is, event drop really is a, a case of the Mondays on steroids, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, because you've had this ex- you know, extreme experience, and now you have to go back. Dorothy, you got to go back to Kansas now. Well, um, also, sometimes you'll be at these events that maybe you've been a regular to, and you have that circle of friends that you only see at the event. Mm-hmm. So you'll see them and enjoy their company, and then realize, I won't see them for another year. You know, you might interact with them, or you might not. You might only see each other at that event. So, and also, there's always that, for me, a much more... Re- realistic thing is just regrets over what I didn't do because usually at any event there's so many things that I want to do right and afterwards like oh I didn't go to that I didn't do that I didn't do that and I'm like oh and unfortunately I'm the kind of person who will think about the things I didn't do more than the things I did do which is a kind of a failing uh, yeah that, that's yeah there, there's just so much at the event um yeah I mean at claw when I went um last year I mean there were several uh, classes that I wanted to attend, mm-hmm. but I couldn't because they were at the same time as other classes. I and I had to prioritize. But you know, I also went there with the i with the notion of, um, and especially afterwards, I'm like, this is not going to be the only time I'm going to be at Claw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be back. And from what I've heard, that a lot of these classes get repeated year over year. So I will probably have a chance to attend um, the other classes. So I, you know, looking forward to that. Um, ways to combat it, um, you know, one of the old jokes that's been around forever is, "Oh, I need a vacation to recover from my vacation." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I went to Claw, I scheduled, I took a day off after. 
I came back. So I had an extra day off so that I was able to just be at home and recover uh, and get a couple nights of sleep in my own bed Mm -hmm. um, so that I'm not jumping right back into work. And I think that's important. I think another thing is actually think about what is it that you liked so much who who's the you that you were being at that event mm-hmm. and can you incorporate that you more into your daily you know nine to five kind of life it's you know can you you know what what was it that you liked it's like because i know one guy who's basically um i've only known him through cons mm-hmm. and i was shocked to find out that he's actually very socially phobic like very withdrawn and is not outgoing but at cons he's mr hey look at me I'll, I'm going to be chatting with people and going to parties and doing that. So when I found out that he has these two different kind of personas, it's like, wow, it shocked me. And, um, you know, and I think for that, it's like, for him, I think there's a lot more that needs to be worked on to achieve that. But for everyone else, it's like, okay, what was it that you liked so much? Is it that you were more outgoing or, mm-hmm. you know, had more fun or more willing to like say yes to things that happened? It's like, kind of bring that more into your day-to-day life to kind of make, you know, the festival or whatever last longer. And that kind of, that mentality is, you know. Right. And uh, another thing that, from my discussions I found, is an element of the drop is people overextending themselves mm. um, at these events. That they're not following uh, the um, three, two, one or at my age, six two one mm-hmm. rule, um, which uh, for those who don't know, the three two one rule um, came from Dragon Con, which said every for the best Dragon Con experience every day, you need to have at least three hours of sleep, two real food meals, and one shower. Um, and so, yeah, make sure that when you're at these events. It, it's really easy to skip meals. It is really easy oh, yeah. to... Because you get excited yeah. and you forget that you're hungry until it hits you. And, you know, it, it's really easy to be up playing until 2, 3, 4, 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just going on caffeine and adrenaline or maybe some stronger chemicals, but we won't talk about those. Um, so, you know, make sure that you are taking care of yourself during the con, that you're getting enough water, you're getting mm-hmm. because, good I mean, food. The thing yeah. is that there's, I mean, that's the other thing too, is when you're at these events, you feel like, oh my God, there's so many things, there's so much fun I should be having. Mm-hmm. And that's the, why I think you overextend and just rank, run, run yourself ragged is that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to do it all. And another reason why to think, okay, what am I getting at this event that I can't get elsewhere, you know, is it, you know, what, what are these, what are the events? It's like, if it's demos or classes or playtime or things, it's like, these are things you can work into your life. And maybe if you don't see the, the event is the only source of that, mm-hmm. and you're not so likely to try and go without sleep and eating and, you know, hygiene, because it's like every hour must be used appropriately. But yeah, I know, you know, my own, myself, when I've gone to cons and I've done that where it's like, okay, uh, we call it uh, FOMS, fear of missing something. 
even you know, you keep cycling through all the room parties, even though they're dwindling down and they're fewer and fewer and you go through the lobby, but you just keep doing that circuit of wandering through all the party floors to see what's still happening, go through the lobby in case there's something going on, some fun. Right. It could be 4.30 in the morning and there might be something you want to do at 9 the next day, but it's like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm not missing anything and like, oh, let's check out the pool. Are people still swimming? Okay, cool. Has anything happened over here? Okay, no. And But it's like, oh, I should go to bed now. Okay, one more cycle. Because there, there's probably something happening, and you don't want to miss out. And uh, there, there's always something happening, but yes. So, uh, but I found out that the you know the times where I'm just like, no, it's it's I'm feeling a little tired. I know I'm not. No matter what I find, I know I'm not going to be enjoying it as much. And it's like, wouldn't you really like to have that six hours of sleep? And it's like, so you can be really awake tomorrow night too. And so yeah, so I've kind of been more normal, you know, in my sleep habits mm-hmm. and that, these things. I, I tend to be a lot, enjoy it a lot more and there's less kind of having to recover afterwards. Okay. And also related into that is Concrud. Oh. Uh, also uh, among the pup community, they, they call it kennel cough. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they call it among bio dogs. Among bio dogs. Um, yeah, because yeah. You're, again, you're having fun. You're probably stressing yourself out sleep food wise. And, uh, it's, it's probably sticking your tongue in interesting places. And just, you know, that, ex- you know, yeah. that, those extremes, you know, probably lower your, your immune system somewhat and probably not drinking as much water as you should or keeping yourself, you know, as, uh, as fed as you should. <laughs> so yeah, I can see where, and then also going to be around a whole bunch of other people. So even if you weren't, you know, sticking your tongue into people, hell, just, you know, walking by someone, shaking hands, you know, touching the same doorknob as someone before you. It's Elevator like, buttons. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be, and also these can be people from all over. So, you know, might be some, you know, cold that just hasn't been in your area of the country yet. Yeah. And and then, yeah, all of a sudden you get hit with it. Um, Even though you caught a cold earlier that year, it's like, nope, not <laughs> different variety, different flavor. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. So, and also, and I'm yeah. sure there's people who go who know they're sick and probably shouldn't go. Of course. But you don't want to miss out. It's like, this is my one week my weekend of the year. I'm really myself. And, if, and I've already spent so much money on it between the, the lodging and the travel mm-hmm. and the non-refundable uh, registration fees. Like, damn it, it's I'm going to go. And I think it's more like, because, you know, in theory, that's all stuff that maybe can be transferred. You can say, hey, you know, someone want to be me this weekend? Um, yeah. But I think it's, yeah, the, you don't want to miss out. Yeah, fear, fear uh, yeah, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. But, uh, yeah, so I I think, you know, that's part of it. Yeah, just don't treat it as as the special event that, you know, it kind of is. You know, mm-hmm. it's sort of a sad way of putting it. It's like, yes, it is special, but think about why it's so special and then make it less so. Right. <laughs> so well, you're not I... stressing yourself over it. Another thing that popped into my head, I mean, before I went to Claw, I had made up um, my business cards Mm -hmm. that had my general contact information on it. And I handed those out like candy uh, at Claw. And, you know, that way I was able to connect with the people that I met there Mm -hmm. and, you know... at least have a pleasant conversation with them around our shared interests um, during the year. Um, so it, it's, yeah, it's, that's not, a, it's not yeah. just this one this one weekend every year when I see them. And that's important yeah. too because I went to a convention a couple of years ago and fell in with this great crowd of people, I think from 
the Cleveland area mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, had a good time with them. And then afterwards I realized we hadn't exchanged any information. So it's like, oh, I don't know how to get in touch with these people at all. And it's like, that's unfortunate because I know a lot of people in Cleveland already. So mm-hmm. it's quite likely I might go there for fun and it'd been nice to connect with these people. And, and then this year I skipped that con. So it's like, <laughs> oh, shoot. But I don't know if I'd remember right. them per se or it's like, right. or if they were even there. So, but yeah, um, I think having those calling cards so you can at least, you know, mm-hmm. kind of pass them out because also you never know, you might meet those people who you really connect with and it's like, hey, and now, nowadays Facebook is just so easy to, you know, yeah. connect and, that way. And But I mean, I've done that, at, you know, I remember Camp It, I had this guy I was wonderfully crushing on and then fooled around with him and his partner one night and, you know, I was just like, I, they live in Wisconsin, I really want something not I you know I'm not picturing a relationship I want some connection with these people mm-hmm. you know and uh I don't know if it was pre-Facebook days I don't think it was that long ago but um yeah you know but pre-MySpace days I'm a bulletin board days it might have been MySpace days <laughs> <laughs> it was Friendster days oh. um, but uh the uh but yeah that's the trouble it's like I I think I did have a business card with them and had my email on it and mm-hmm. gave them that in the hopes of them connecting somehow but you know i don't you know some people just you know, like nope this was fun you know we had a lovely time at the campfire last night but no we we got full lives already and have as many friends as we need if your event drop is really bad don't be afraid to seek out help mm-hmm. from your friends from professionals from the suicide hotline i mean the well, no, because yeah, yeah it, 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 it can also exacerbate things that are already there. Yes, you know, if you are prone to bipolar or you know manic depressive, yeah, this is the perfect thing. It's like yes, this weekend while this great fun, it's going to be you know definitely probably throw you into a manic mode, and then afterwards it's like oh, afterwards comes the crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the biggest thing is you know be be aware that this can happen. Prepare yourself ahead of time. Give yourself time to recover from the extreme event. Um, take care of yourself at the mm-hmm. event and um, make those connections. And yeah, see what part of yourself, even if it's just a tiny part of yourself, you can bring uh, to your everyday life so that you're, you're not so compartmentalized. Because, I mean, in a yeah. weird analogy, I'm thinking like Thanksgiving. You know, mm-hmm. people love turkey and stuffing and all that kind of stuff. And so that one day a year that you make that dinner, it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to eat all this stuff. And it's like, oh, and then that evening you regret it as you fall into the coma. You know, it's like, well, why don't you just make it more often? You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Turkeys are available year round yes. at the grocery store. And I know that when I was with my ex, it we actually did a turkey dinner mm-hmm. uh, usually it was just a, a turkey breast mm-hmm. but we did that every month and yeah. you know so then when actual thanksgiving rolls around then you're not as you know oh my god this food it's like oh this is food i can have anytime i want yeah then you can focus on the other things like you know avoiding certain topics at family dinner and all that <laughs> fun stuff too <laughs> oh oof. yeah family <laughs> i uh, we do have a few minutes left um and want to talk a bit about crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, have you gotten a chance to get a jump on a new project no. yet? Um, I'm still working on the cat pad, um, but I was 
online and thinking about technique and I'm wondering how do you do your edges when you knit? Hmm. Like not binding on, binding off, but the actual Yeah, like but edges. the sides. Yeah, the, the sides. No, no, um, like the Doctor Who scarf, it's interesting because there was a whole like forum post about, oh, well, this is the way they were done. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a, I think a yarn over or something at the end. Something Slip stitch, slip probably. Slip stitch, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, some said, oh, it was slip stitched. And others like, no, no, no. And then there was like evidence. I think maybe the Tom Baker scarf and maybe the... Um, the stunt scarf might have been done differently, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, people said, oh, look, in this picture on, on TV, it's obvious it's this. And no, 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 from this pattern. So, yeah, that was a huge thing. Um, the way I did it was I practiced both ways, like mm-hmm. testing, yeah. and figure out which one I liked better. Okay. And I found out for myself, my own style of knitting is so tight that I didn't need it. That it was just back and forth with nothing, no slip stitch. Just turn around and start going back. But then my first stitch tends to be really tight. So that kept yeah. a decent edge yeah. that I like the look of. So I just went for aesthetics. Yeah, and, and that's how I tend to do my edges um, and how I've been doing them on the cat scarf mm-hmm. is that I will pull extra tight uh, on the first stitch. Mm-hmm. So, so the last stitch gets basically pulled up into it. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives me a reasonable uh, edge. I, I think for my next uh, knitting project that I will... Um, try slipping uh, mm-hmm. the last stitch and see how that looks and you know, be, be a wonderful experiment. Um, I've also found online um, Rick and Morty uh, Amagurami wow. patterns for, for Mr. Meeseeks mm-hmm. uh, and Mr. Poopy Butthole. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I might, might shell out for those patterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, still, still trying to find something to to get me inspired and get get me back to making uh, make just making just making yeah I mean that that would the, the thing about you know when I was making the digs um I, I kept coming up with n- new ways mm-hmm. at, um and ways to slightly improve it but then I hit that one that had everything I wanted. And I couldn't get myself motivated to make another one, so yeah, I think, yeah. so I ended up giving away my prototype instead. I think my next project might be um, there's um, uh, just I bought some wooden cubes at Michael's mm-hmm. um, and to make some custom dice because I have a wood burning set which I need to practice with and play with, and uh, because there was a uh, a dice game that was mentioned in one of the Fritz Leiber Lankmar uh, stories called Rat Snake. And no rules were given, nothing, just that on, um, you know, some of the, one of the faces had eels on it. And I was like, okay. And from that alone, it's a betting game. Um, uh, Michael Curtis, who's designing the Lankmar series of games for uh, DCC, Goodman Games, mm-hmm. um, he came up with his own rules for it. And I was like, oh, cool. And then they had like a promo where they made dice for Rat Snake. So it was normal six-sided dice. And the one has a picture of a rat and the six has a picture of a snake. And I'm like, okay, but they're just normal dice and they're plastic and they're very bright and colorful. So this doesn't seem terribly authentic at all. I thought it'd be more cool and authentic to just make my own set. Because that would be like, you know, medieval fantasy world. Yeah, we'd probably have just wooden cubes that had been carved into so uh, probably clay, but yeah, 
Um, I don't know, clay maybe, but I have a wood burning set and I have wooden cubes, so it's going to be wood. It's going to be wood. Yeah. No, I, I, it's better than primary colored plastic. Yes. Which was yes. the set they gave and I almost bought it because it had the rules in it. And I was like, oh, that's like 25 bucks for like, you know, this tube of dice with rules. And I realized, oh, wait, one of the annuals that I got from them already had the rules in it. So, oh, that's the thing I really wanted were the rules. And uh, so, yeah, so basically uh, maybe getting out the wood burning set. and Because the other thing I had an idea of making um, a set of ruins, like uh, Norse, you know, uh, divination ruins. Yeah. And I just have to find the right pieces of wood that... I don't really have to do much work on it. They already seem handy and just play with that because it's like, okay, bought a wood burner. Let's use it. Okay. So that might be the next thing. All right. Well, we've run out of time again. Except no, No? I do have a uh, things coming up. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, Well, because uh, this, if you do, I guess this is coming out Wednesday. uh, You'll have, you know, this weekend, if you do listen to these as they come out, uh, the Lansing Out, uh, Greater Lansing Gay Men's Chorus is doing a concert, uh, June uh, 9th and 10th, 7.30 each night at the First Presbyterian Church at Ottawa and Pine. Um, I think, uh, suggested donations, 20 bucks at the door. Um, and yeah, we'll be singing songs. Uh, I think the name of the concert's Moving On. And so I have a whole week of getting really sick of this music and then we'll be performing. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, um... It's, uh, I know I'm in there and I know several other course members are kinky and turns out several of them are also crafty. Um, one of them I saw crocheting. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how that works, but I need to learn at some point. And, um, that was before I had my success with my little thing. It's like, I can crochet. Um, Maybe. so yeah, so that's coming up. Um, yeah. I don't know what else, uh, next is, uh, number six. Well, no, the... Preverts, perverts, and postverts gathering. Right. And I might skip that because that same weekend at Camp It oh. is Fist Fest. Oh. So, so I'm only something you can have fun at and report on. Yeah. Um the the only issue with that is that um day passes for Fist Fest mm-hmm. in addition to just admission to the campground oh, okay. is fifty bucks. Oh. So, yeah, and I think the campground itself, well, I don't know how much day passes, but you probably have to buy the $10 annual membership, plus 15 bucks maybe for a day pass. I'm not too sure. Yeah, so... But, it, but a fist fest could be, oh my God. Yeah, no, exactly. It could be exactly everything you want it to be. Or it could be a, like two very you know lonely looking people sitting there and a bunch of curious people looking and saying, what the hell is this? Oh, and running away screaming. So it could be that horrible. Yeah. Because I do remember a leather run they had that no one really showed up for the leather run. Because, again, it had kind of a cover for this section of the campground. And eventually they just waved and said, whoever wants to come in, come in. Because no one's showing up for the leather run. And it's like, oh. Oh, how sad. So, yes. Um, when it, so what date is that happening? Uh, that is happening the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Thursday, okay. Friday, and Saturday. Okay. Um, and I would just go for the day on Saturday. Oh, and Saturday, so Saturday is the last day. No, but so Saturday is the uh, the seventeenth is the is is the, the gathering is day? the gathering. Okay, night, so and that's also Pride here in Lansing. Yes, and it's also Free RPG Day. So I <laughs> it, 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 it's a busy day. So I was going to the gathering probably myself either. So so that's that, what the future holds for us and 
All right, so on that note, we actually have run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thanks so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.